Okay, this next song. This song, this song, top three. Okay. Oh, dude, August. Okay, August is my favorite song on the album. Like, uh, hands down. I love August. But I say Maribel is my favorite, but deep down, I know August is my favorite. Like, <laughs> this is... Why didn't she do this song as a single? Why didn't she make this the single? I don't understand. <laughs> why? Where's the music video? Like, fuck a music video. We need a short film. We need something with this song. Oh, my God. Where do we start? I don't even know where to start. Like, the... In, like the influences it gives me it's like very like like 90s music like easy listening like very sarah mclaughlin very like do you know that one song yeah do you know that one song from the 90s it's called kiss me oh yeah i think so yeah it's very much that i really like it i love the song august we're it's august right now Come yeah, on, August. To me, it's just this song just reminds me of like, yeah, just like summer night, like being seventeen years old in the last summer in my senior year, or like my, the last summer vacation of high school, mm. just like getting into trouble. I don't know, like it's just like so. The song feels so like reminds me of moments that are so ethereal and fleeting, but like also romantic. Mm. I don't know. I just love this song. It makes me feel seventeen. <laughs> yeah, seventeen again, exactly, and it's just like it does that thing where like it throws you back in time, like it picks you up and like curls you back in time, and it fulfills your mind with like all those romantic images of like being young and what that meant and stuff. It gives me, to me, it has like love story energy. Yeah. Yeah, and I really, yeah. I really like that type of like song when she does go like it, like. Yeah, it's very much. It's like another example is like it get, also reminds me of Wildest Dreams. Yeah, I, okay, Wildest Dreams is my favorite on 1989. So this is that's probably why this August is my favorite song. Yeah, honestly, Wildest Dreams, that bridge in Wildest Dreams uh, again. Whew, and that music yeah. video. Now that music video is a short film. <laughs> okay, and it's just again she, consistent. She's consistent, and I, I really yeah. love the song. What gets me oh. is the chorus in the song where she says, uh, "August slipped away into a moment in time because it was never mine, and I see us twisted in bed sheets. August slipped away like a bottle of wine because you were never mine." It's just like. Yeah, it's just so fleeting, so dreamy, so ethereal, so like, ah, I love it. So good. And like, also, yeah, you yeah. You, you can go ahead, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, um, like when I was reading shit on like the Taylor Swift subreddit about like how August was part of that trio of songs that are about that teenage love triangle, mm-hmm. someone was saying like, oh, James is terrible because... They took August's. He took August's virginity, and also cheated on Betty, and like all, and like then like left August. And I was like thinking about that, and I was like, I don't think there's anything in August about virginity. Like I can't remember anything. But then I read the lyrics. It's like right there, right in the first verse. Uh, whispers of Are You Sure? Never have I ever before. And I was like, Oh, I guess. Whoa. <laughs> Come on, that was subtle, but like I think so. That makes sense once you say it. Oh shit. Bro, these subreddits? I need to get into these subreddits because they know what's it's going just on. It's a Taylor Swift subreddit. Like, active as shit. I love it. And, like, people are on there, always on there, like, chatting away about what mm. they think the songs mean. I never post.
post or like comment or anything. I'm, I'm just like a lurker really mm. on Reddit, but mm. I love it. I, I always go on there. Yeah, honestly, same. Whenever I go on like Tumblr or like sometimes Reddit, I do the same thing. Very much lurker. I'm an observer. But, like August, yeah. it's just like the production. I just love it. Head to toe. Like to me, I think of it as like a perfect song. Me too. Wait, why do you think it's a perfect song? I'm curious to hear. Just because it's, because like the theme of it, as we touched on, like it's very romantic. And for me, I love anything that's about yearning. That's about like, like desire, longing. There we go. Like longing. And I feel like this song just captures that sensation so perfectly. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics, yeah. the lyrics, it's like she's woven them into like the tightest fucking like quilt imaginable. And then the production, the production makes me feel like I'm running through a field of grass, like with like <laughs> the air, the wind hitting me across the face. Yeah. Like I can smell me- the grass. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, for me, the song reminds me of the beach. I used to, when I was, like, like I said, when I was, like, 17 and, like, still in high school, I was just, like, going through such a shitty time, especially that that particular summer that this song reminds me of. And, like, I would always, like, go to the beach just, like, by myself because mm-hmm. I felt like that was the only place that I felt okay mm-hmm. at. And, like, the song just reminds me of, like, driving down um, – I used to go to Huntington Beach a lot because I'm from Orange County. Mm-hmm. And if you drive down PCH, it goes like right up next to Huntington Beach and you can just look out and see the ocean and the sun. And it just reminds me of, of speeding down PCH, feeling really sad, looking at just the ocean and the sunset and driving with all my windows down. I see that for you. That I see that for you. That makes That's a very nice visual. That completely goes with the song, I'd say. Well, and then... And this is also... I'm oh, you, you can go ahead. I was just going to say, this bridge is also a fucking masterpiece. Like, one of the best bridges in the album. Perhaps the biz- best bridge in yeah. the entire album. <laughs> and I feel like another reason why I like this song so much is that it's like... I, ca- I say it's a perfect song because it keeps you present and the feelings like you it makes you feel but it also transports you at the same time like you're mm-hmm. it's like you're uh station stationary but at the same time you're being like hurled across the universe mm-hmm. very much that if that makes sense that's why i think it's a perfect song yeah and i feel like to me the song just encapsul- encapsulates so perfectly why I love Taylor and like why I continue to like come back for the things that she writes because like she just yeah like you said like she just creates these like moments these feelings these scenarios and these like memories like in the song that are fictional but they remind me so much of like just like moments in my life where mm-hmm. like I could like listen to the song and be like oh yeah this is the song I'd probably choose like my life for a movie for that that particular moment mm-hmm. and um yeah, I don't know. I just love Taylor so much. And also, like, I personally, when I listen to music, connect more to lyrics usually than to, like, melodies and other things about the music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think Taylor is, like, a master lyricist. And I love her so much. <laughs> same, same. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw, I'm, I'm gonna throw 
I'm gonna throw a bitty, a pretty big question at you now. Okay. Is Folklore her best album with the best songwriting? Songwriting, like Ooh. best songwriting. Would you say this is her at her peak? Like her pen has never been greater than in Folklore. What do you think? Uh, like songwriting, like, just like songwriting. Like, just songwriting? Yeah. Okay. Probably. Probably, yeah. Because, like, I just feel like she's, like, never gone anywhere, like, gone places before, like mm-hmm. she did in folklore, like she does in folklore. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, 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 listening to the lyrics and, like, thinking about the meaning that they have for her and, like, even, like, in my life, I just feel like. Like, it just shows, like, how much she's grown. Like, she has, like, matured so much, and it shows in her songwriting. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I feel like one of the biggest critiques that she's gotten throughout her career that she still gets today is that she gets dismissed as, like, all she, all she does is write about her, like, romantic relationships, right? And I feel like in this album, she it's more... Uh, uh, the narratives are more outward, you know? Like, they're more, like beyond just her relationships but at the same time you're still about her relationships which i don't mind and i appreciate because like it, it makes it what it is so she's found this way to like not like appease the people who say that but rather just like evolve as a songwriter like rather than like change completely she just evolves and i feel like that's something she's been doing consistently yeah but I don't know, like, if you ask me, is Folklore my favorite album? I guess definitely... It's not my favorite. Not, I can say that easily. It's not my favorite, no. Uh-huh. No, I know. Like, 1989 will always and forever be my favorite. Always <laughs> and forever. 1989 <laughs> is perfection, even <laughs> even with Shake It Off. Even <laughs> with Shake It Off. <laughs> Yeah, because two things can be true at the same time. Definitely. I agree with that. But yeah, we could have a whole other podcast episode just about 1989. We We probably could. Oh my God. We should. We should. That's right. What if we just did like a podcast episode for every one of her albums? (laughs) We should. Honestly, that should be its own like series or like its own like little season. That's such a good idea because, like, bro, we can get into Red. We can get into Speak oh, Now. Yeah. I've been into Speak Now a lot lately. Speak Now is underrated. It is. Like, bro, some of those songs, underrated. like, you can check me if you don't agree, but, like, some of those songs on Speak Now, they give me, like, Par- Paramore energy. Like, like punk energy. Like, very, like, very much that. It's, like, not, like, sound-wise, but just, like, energy. I don't know. Yeah, yeah like, Haunted. I love Haunted. Bruh, my favorite one has been Enchanted. Oh, Enchanted is so good. Enchanted is so good. Another, another, I'm I'm so enchanted to meet you. And then, like, the bridge, (laughs) another bridge. That bridge is like, if you get, like, a stick of dynamite and, like, cover it with glitter and, like, shove it up my ass and, like, you just blow it up. (laughs) Like, that's very much that. I really like that song. But we should, we should, we're, we, we need to go into more depth about other Taylor albums. Because we could. And they deserve it. We they could. deserve it. 
So, like, believe it or not, we still have a few songs left on Folklore. And it's like, the next one is This Is Me Trying, which I personally, I like. I like it. It's like a little, like, breath mint, like, in terms of, like, the other songs. But I really like, because another, uh, to compare it, it reminds me, like, for me, I see it as, like, what happens after the archer on Lover. Very much like, oh, she's wounded. She's, like, going through it and, like, she's picking herself up. That's what I get from this song. Yeah, I really connected to that part where she sings about, uh, I was so ahead of the curve, the curve became a sphere, and then fell behind all my classmates, and I ended up here. Like, I don't know, like, to me, that just, like, screams, like, (sighs) the feeling of, like, like, outward pressure, Mm -hmm. external pressure coming from other people for, for you to do, I don't know, to be, like, whatever they want you to be, Mm -hmm. and... I don't know. To me, this song is just about, like, her, or maybe not her, but, like, whoever the narrator is, this character that she's created, coming to terms with, like, being okay with themselves. And, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like it's like the, narr- the, the person speaking. They're not only uh, getting to a place in their lives where they're at peace with the past, but with mm-hmm. themselves also. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that shows in the bridge. Like in the bridge, she says, and it's hard to be at a party when I feel like an open wound. It's hard to be anywhere these days when all I want is you. Uh It's like, how are you supposed to be present in the moment if you're still thinking about the past? And I feel like it's her reconciling those two things at the same time in the song. I like the song, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Okay. Illicit Affairs. I don't, I really like Illicit Affairs. I don't think Illicit Affairs gets enough credit. I, I think it deserves more credit. I think so, too. Because Illicit Affairs was um, definitely one of the songs, like, on my first listen through, that stood out to me. Like, I remembered Illicit Affairs a lot. Yeah, because like, it's, it's like, it's like, I don't know, if, like, you're, I don't know if you agree with this, but, like, it's like one of her horny songs. Yeah, which I love, like as a positive. Like I love it. I love, I love it when Taylor sings about sex and stuff. Like I remember when fucking Reputation came out, and uh-huh. I heard Dress for the first dress? time. Dress, her, her first song was just straight up about sex, and I was like, oh, "Wow!" Bruh, dress <laughs> still puts me like in a mood whenever I listen to it because it's so. Yeah. That's that's probably my favorite song from Reputation, honestly. Because it's so, it's a, it's like her unapologetically being like, I, what did she say? I don't, I don't want to be your best friend. Yeah, amazing. She's like, she said, I bought yeah. this dress yeah. just to take it off or just for you to just take, so it you off. Could take it off. Just for you to take it off. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that song. Oh my God. And then like in the part, like right before the first chorus where she's like, but she does like those ahs, like ah, ha, ha, ha. I didn't realize what that was at, because like you don't know because you haven't hit the chorus yet. Mm-hmm. Then as soon as she sings the chorus, I was like, oh, those are sex noises. Sex noises. <laughs> My favorite part of the whole song of dress off of Reputation is towards the ending, where, where she's like, and everything just stops. Yeah, and, and the whole song it. stops. <laughs> I I oh I make I try my best to each time when I listen to the song to like coordinate make a move whenever it ends and just be like like whip my hair back and forth or something just like 
sync it with the song. But Dress, amazing. That's the one song, whenever I'm, like, hanging out with someone, I'll, and I have the aux cord, I'll just be like, put Dress on. And then it usually, like, they like it. But yeah. I love that song. Sorry, hold on. One more thing about Dress. That part in the second chorus, where, like, the in the production, we'll start adding, like, the snaps. It's just like, uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that part. <laughs> I so... I've said this to, like, a bunch of my friends who also like Taylor Swift's music, but, like, I fully regret not going to every single one of her tours. Like, every single one of her tours. Can you imagine, like, feeding yourself to dress in a stadium with, like, people of all ages just, like, going ham? Who are, like, 1989? Can you imagine? Can you imagine hearing (laughs) style... Live Ugh. during nineteen eighty nine. Yo, so actually, okay, so the only reason I never went to any of the Taylor tours before Reputation was because like my parents like weren't like really big on live music, mm. and like it was just like too much for them. I think yeah to take me to these things, which I don't blame them. It is pretty crazy. Yeah, we'd have to drive to LA, and no one likes to drive in LA. Mm. But when I uh finally took myself to see taylor live it was the reputation stadium tour and um she was like singing all these songs from reputation which is cool but then she started singing style and i fucking cried like started just started bawling because i never thought that i would see her sing anything from 1989 Mm. on stage and here she was singing style and i cried and i'm not sorry you shouldn't be sorry and you should be crying because it's that song. It's like one of my favorite Taylor songs of all time. Yeah. And like, again, that bridge, I can remember in high school, being in high school when the album came out. And I was in my friend's car driving around. And like, we were like, we were listening to Style. And then that part of the end, towards, I think it's the bridge, where she's just like screaming. She's yeah. like shouting. And I'm just like, yes, yes. Like, it's it's such an amazing song and a great feeling. I love that for you. I love that you cried. Like, you I might not have been aware of it, but you were crying for me as well. You were crying <laughs> for me. Even though it was years before we had met, you were crying for me. And I appreciate you, you did that. I thank you for that, thank Sam. You. Thank you. I love that. <laughs> oh, by the way, right. by the way, are you still going to go to Loverfest? I am going to Loverfest. It got canceled this year because of the fucking coronavirus, mm-hmm. but... Um, the tickets transferred to whenever she does it, like, officially, so mm. I'm going. Yeah, for those who don't know, uh, Loverfest is, how would you, is, is, it, is it a festival, or, like? She, I mean, I don't know, because she never came out, came out with, like, a lineup, but yeah. she did say, like, when tickets were going on sale that she knows that she's never played at a festival, mm. and a lot of people would like to see her in a festival setting, mm. so she's going to do her own festival, Yeah, and that is Loverfest, and I assumed that meant that there would be, like, a small lineup, but I don't know. Yeah, because it's pretty much, like, I want to say, it's like, her, it's like a concert, obviously, but it's like one or, it's like one or two day event at the same venue, it's probably just the same show twice, and like, mm-hmm. it's like, not a tour, it was like an event, it's like... Yeah. It's like, it's the Super Bowl, but for Swifties, basically. <laughs> and so it's very much that, like, it's not a tour. I think there was in L.A. and I want to say New York, right? Or where else? Yeah, so she was only doing two um, in in uh, in the States. And they were supposed to be on both of the coasts. 
So there was like Loverfest East and Loverfest West. Um, and you're right. It was like two show dates, but she does the same show for both days. Exactly. But yeah, I still I still got my got my tickets. So yeah. like I want to I'm interested to see how like she's going to like combine folklore at all yeah. or like how is that gonna work out i don't know i don't know i don't know but we'll see i'm sure she if anyone can do it it's gonna be taylor you're right you're exactly right she's probably gonna pull out like bony bear and like bring off jack so. and off and do all that <laughs> i don't know but i'm excited to see how that'll happen me too yeah. okay, then... and then hopefully at Loverfest. She sings stuff from 1989 because I would also, I would cry again. How could she not? <laughs> she better because bops after bop after bop after bop. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. She better. She better. I need to hear some of 1989 before I die. I need to. I Like, I just know it's going to happen. So, so I don't even worry about it because I'm like, it's going to happen. Because I don't, I can't think yeah. not listening to it live. But same, I agree. Yeah. We're almost done going through folklore. And then this, Okay. I'm curious. I'm very curious to hear what you think of this next song, which is "Invisible, Invisible String. String." I love "Invisible String." Uh huh. I I like it. I like. It. Some people are like, "This is the song I want to dance at my wedding to." Like I very really, much. I don't like it that much. That, mean, that's the one I'm saying. String. I don't want to. I don't feel like it's a wedding song. Hmm. Like I like it because it's like. Uh, like what it does for other people, but for me, like I don't hate it. For me, it's like a very nice song. It's like it's like a nicely made like package, like a gift, you know. It's very much that. Yeah. I'm looking up the lyrics now. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. There's not really any lyrics in the song that like that like hit me super in the feels like other songs on folklore do. Mm-hmm. But I love the melody like i love the choruses so yeah i like invisible string a lot my fa- and i like it when she I do, I do like it when she sings about her relationship because i am so happy for her that i feel like she feels like she found her person and i love that for her i love that when she does that too one of my favorite all-time songs from her is from reputation call it what you want that's a good one that's yeah. one of my favorite songs but it's also really sad if like you think about it because it's just like oh like she feels that, yeah. like that's all she, like like eh, like the fact that she needed to find shelter from like the world and stuff very much that but i love that song nevertheless it's a good love song my favorite thing about uh invisible string is the line is the line let me find it i just saw it the line goes it's verse three and it goes cold was the steel of my axe to grind for the boys who broke my heart now I send their baby's presence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> growth. Growth. I also yeah. it is growth, but but I want to say it's like a it's like a sprinkle of like pettiness, like pettiness, like a sprinkle. Why? Because it's just like she's like, oh, you have babies now. Because to me saying <laughs> to me saying someone has babies is not a compliment. To me, it's saying like. Ill, you have a baby. So I think it was like oh. <laughs> a sprinkle of that. I think it's just because like that's how I perceive it. But she probably yeah, was yeah. not being Betty. But I just love that one verse. That's my favorite thing about the song. Yeah, I uh, I didn't I didn't interpret it that way. To me, it was just like like 
Cold was just in my apps to grind for the bullshit broke my heart. Now I start baby's presents. To me, I feel like that's growth because like it's like it's totally like a like a emotionally immature young person thing to just like dwell on mm-hmm. heartbreak and like the people who broke your heart. But like uh, the part where she sends she says that she sends their baby's presents to me is just like her symbolically saying like she's like let it go. Like it's in the past. I don't need to think about that anymore. And, but oh, you have a baby. That's so cute. Like here's a present for your baby. You're right. <laughs> You're right. That is growth. It is growth because it's like she can like she can still feel the way she does about them, but know that it's like done and like yeah. finished. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and also that, like it's just like to me like she doesn't feel like she needs to exert energy anymore dwelling on things like that because she's happy now like she's like happy and like she has something better to put her energy towards exactly like she's finally like moved on from it and i agree because it's just like again she's just self-awareness she is the queen of self-awareness she knows it (laughs) i love it i love it okay honestly the next song yeah okay uh, like i think this is like the one I'm most like indifferent about, like I don't really care really? for it. Like Mad Woman, really? I feel like I feel like it's, I feel like it's the what's the word? Like, it's like, like the Mad Woman wants to be the man. Yeah. Okay. So I felt like Mad Woman was saying everything that the man was trying or was saying, but in a more like, honestly, like in a more mature way, like. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I liked it, but I also really listened to this one. If I have a choice. <laughs> yeah, because I think part of me was just like, oh, this is her like political like double standard song. And I was just like, I agree with it, so I don't need to listen to it. So you're probably right. I should probably like listen to it again. Like I like it though. It's just like there's not a single song I dislike, but this song is probably like one of the ones where I'm just like, oh, like it's there. Am I gonna listen to it? Probably not. I do like that. Okay, just like a like statement for all folklore. I do like that now she's swearing, <laughs> like just like freely. Um, mm-hmm. And I I recently got my deluxe version of the CD in the mail, and on the little plastic wrapping, there's like that explicit parental advisory sticker, and I was like, yeah. Like I bet you got you all never thought you'd see that on a Taylor Swift. Like she earned it. Like let her have it. She earned it. But yeah, I'm all for swearing because she deserves it. Because how can how can you go through all she goes through and like not swear, you know, in her songs? Yeah, she deserves yeah. it. Uh, I love in that in Mad Woman she says "fuck you forever." <laughs> Fuck you forever. There we yeah. go. What more needs to be said? That's such a good line. Because again, I just let. I feel like she's. She's been in this moment, in this, like, uh, period in her life where, like, she just stops caring. Yeah. She just stops. And, like, she deserves it. She shouldn't have to care. She shouldn't have to care. The fact that she did at all at the beginning or, like, throughout her career is, like, insane for me. I don't know. Yeah, honestly, like, shameless plug for my girl Taylor. Like, she is the queen. Like, if anybody, like, she should not be caring. She doesn't have to care. She's literally worth... Like, fucking some crazy amount of money, like, $300 million or something like that. Mm -hmm. She did that by herself. She writes and, like, produces basically all her songs. Like, Mm -hmm. she's just the queen. I remember, I think it was Billboard magazine that, I think it was the end of last year. 
they came out and said that they named her Artist of the Decade. And I completely agreed with that. But there were some people who were like, no. And I was just like, who else has been consistently relevant, talented, active, like in the popular culture as much as Taylor Swift? Regardless of how you feel about her. Yeah. No one else. No one else. So I completely agree with it. And I was I was really like stunned when people were like, oh, it's not her. I'm like, who else? Who? Who? Who else? Exactly. Okay, honestly, like, I could see Lady Gaga and I would have been okay with that too, but... Runner up, Lady <laughs> Gaga. That's a good answer. Yeah. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Oh, damn, I didn't even think about that. But that is a good <laughs> answer. And yeah, uh, sorry. Uh, quick, like, detour. Uh-huh. And shameless plug also for Lady Gaga. But I did see her at Coachella 2017. Bitch. She fucking killed it. She was Bitch. amazing. I was... Were you weekend one or weekend two? Weekend two. We always go weekend two. Yeah, I always go weekend two also. And, like, I remember watching the live stream from my bed on my phone. And I was just like... <laughs> Middle school me was, like, living. Because she, she did all the songs, like, from her earlier yeah. career. And I was just like, yes. I really like her Coachella set. I wish I had been there. I wish I had been there. I think that was the same year that Lord came back with Melodrama. And she also performed at Coachella. And for me, Melodrama, defining album for me. Amazing. I am a Lord stan. That type of thing. You know, I didn't... I didn't I went and saw Lord that year, although I should have because I like Lord. I don't know who I was seeing instead of Lord, so mm-hmm. maybe that was a mistake because I should have. I don't even remember who I saw, and I should have just seen Lord. <laughs> that was a year for music. That was the year, but same. Honestly, I love that. We stand. Oh man, to be able to go to a music festival again without masks with thousands of people, like fuck. I know. What would that even look like? Because I've seen pictures of like music festivals and like Europe. Where they all have like little like cubicles, like they did a music they did a music festival in uh-huh. Europe, and the, every person had their own like square. Is that like I feel like that's still not that safe. I don't think so, but then again, it's Europe. I don't know. They they have universal health care, so it's like eh, eh. that's true. <laughs> so I feel like they're more comfortable taking the risk. Yeah. Um. All right. Should we? get back on track <laughs> yes these last few songs okay we have four more okay epiphany yeah. so epiphany is like my my mad woman for you like i really i'm pretty indifferent to epiphany and i never listen to it unless i'm listening to the album all the way through yeah it's one of those songs where like i only listen to it if it comes up on shuffle and i'm too lazy to skip it <laughs> Song. It's like, not. I would want to be clear. Like none of these songs are bad, but I don't know. I just like other songs more. And plus, I didn't really feel personally that connected to the, the lyrics on Epiphany, and that's always like a big thing for me. So exactly for me, it's one of those songs where it's like a breath mint in the sense of like it's a nice like change of pace and it gives me time to like like refocus myself and like. Prepare for, like, the next song. It's like a transition song. Like an interlude, almost. Yeah. Okay, this next song? Yeah. Next song. We have Betty. Betty. Top three. Masterpiece. Top three <laughs> of the album. 
so good. We touched oh on God. it earlier, but like, it's so amazing. It's so it's like a movie. I want to say. Yeah. Oh wow, wow, like, wow. I'm gonna name my child Betty after this song. Oh my god, it's like it gets, it's like it's literally it's one of those songs just like August where like it throws you back in time. Yeah, honestly. Oh, so good. I want I want her to make a movie about Betty and like direct it. Like I need it. I need a Netflix. Honestly, like... I need a Netflix like Gen Z. Like series drama. Yeah, yeah drama I need that honestly like Taylor has been directing her own music video for like a little like recently and they're so good like I think would kill it as a director like for real she would she would um what are some lyrics in Betty that like stick out to the most let me pull these up cause I know which one it is give me a second give me a second I like I like the picture I like the image she paints when she says I was walking home on broken cobblestones just thinking of you when she pulled up like a figment of my worst intentions she said James get in let's drive like behind the steering wheel just like boop boop it's just very much it's like like you're on a highway listening to the entire song and like twists and turns it's like a whole like like narrative yeah so that those lines remind me of like you know like in Mean Girls when Regina pulls up and is like get in loser we're going shopping I feel like James is trying to paint August as like this like Regina George character when really James is the loser here <laughs> you're right you're right you're so 100% right and I've seen I've, speaking of that reference from Mean Girls I've seen memes where it's like get in loser we're abolishing the police like yeah. that type of thing so that's very a good reference That, that I, I know what you mean by that I agree uh, yeah also in the bridge uh, like probably my favorite line in the whole song is like um yeah, she said, James, get in, let's drive. Those days turned into night. Slept next to her, but I dreamt of you all summer long. Like, I just love that part. Even though I hate James and I hate, like, <laughs> what, he, what he is. But it's just so good. Like, I love I, this song. Yeah, and I like that line, too, because I feel like when people are, like... Well, I personally can relate to this, where, like, you're with someone while like you but you who you really want to be is like someone who you really want to be with is someone else and like you're just using that person as like a placeholder or like something like that that's what i get from this song or from those lines and i just feel like just go get him go get him like dump them very much that vibe yeah and also just like ugh, plays in i, I hate that i like this song because i don't like james at all like mm. don't don't try to play off the fact that you cheated on betty for all of summer and like but you're like but it's okay because i was actually just thinking of you like that's worse actually that that's worse <laughs> that doesn't justify the action if anything that just proves that he's like chicken shit and like a coward yeah. <laughs> exactly but also like i feel like this like is just a testament to how 
fucking amazing of a song crafter like lyricist taylor is mm. because she can still create this character that is shit like chicken shit like you said mm. that we hate but the song is so good we just want to keep listening to the song exactly because because it's that strong of a song it's that good yeah. i love that also i love like the, the lyrics like uh would you fuck when she's like would you uh yeah if i showed up at your party would you have me would you want me or would you tell me to go fuck myself <laughs> i'm gonna get that tattooed on my body somewhere that is the mood <laughs> that is the mood that is the mood i really like that and it's like it gets the message across but it's also like imagery it's more imagery mm-hmm. and like when i tried to play this song and sing it by myself it always put so much emphasis on the would you tell me to go fuck myself but then i would listen to it and be like she doesn't sing it like that though it's not supposed to be like go fuck yourself mm. it's just like would you tell me to go fuck myself would you like <laughs> would yeah definitely have you seen that reminds me of that one have you seen that one video of like halsey doing a cover of love yourself by justin bieber uh-uh. it's like she's doing this like radio station performance where she does a cover of love yourself by justin bieber and like you know how, how the song goes he goes you should go and love yourself she did this thing where she switched out love for fuck so it says fuck oh. yourself and she, you already know halsey thought she was like a rebel for doing that she's like you should go and fuck yourself because she's one of those artists she's one of those artists who like sings in cursive if you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so that that just that just reminded me of that <laughs> oh. we're almost yes. yes we're almost done we, the seems like the official verdict for betty is 10 out of 10 top three on the entire album 10 out of 10 Amazing. The next song, last two. Okay, I really like Peace. I really like it. I feel like she should have just ended it with Peace. I don't know why Hoax is there. Well, you know, okay. I agree with you. I do love Peace. I love Peace. It's like so... I honestly think it's one of the more underrated songs on the album. Mm -hmm. Like, the production is super minimal. Like, she's pretty much singing acapella, basically, for a lot of it. And I don't know. I just like I love peace. Mm-hmm. I also like hoax though. So I don't know what you're about. <laughs> exactly, because like I just I don't. I really like hoax too, but I just feel like hoax should have been like rearranged in the track list or something. Like I really would have liked peace to be like the last song. For me, that would have just made it like perfectly cohesive. And so I really like it because peace. I just feel like it's like a good like winding down of the album because just like it's like the culmination of like everything, you know. Mm-hmm. She's finally. I can see that. And I really like it. Some of the. Yeah. Do you have any lyrics you like from it? I'm pull. I'm pull mine I up do. right now. Let me go ahead and pull them up because. Yes, I 100% do. To me, peace is like. You know, like, everyone, in when they get into a relationship, at some point, they always feel like, like, they bring more unhappiness to their partner than happiness, and I feel like peace is that. Like, it's just, like, musings to yourself about, like, oh my god, like, I'm not good enough. Like, they would be happier without me kind of deal. Mm-hmm. 
class. You're so right because the my favorite lyric from the song, it's I'd give you my sunshine, give you my best, but the rain is always gonna come if you're standing with me. Mhm. Yeah, and I just feel like the song is just like a complete fucking art piece about that feeling, like encapsulating that feeling. I love that because it's it's like she's come to the point with the relationship where she's like, okay, I'm down for it, but are you willing to like bring on my baggage? Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I think probably one of my, my favorite. Oh, okay. So f- first off, one of my favorite moments in the song is like right off the bat in the first verse where she says. Um, I never had the courage of my convictions as long as danger is near. And it's just around the corner, darling, because it lives in me. Like, so good. It's so good. I don't know how she does it. Uh, And she captures that feeling that you just said of, like, those musings of yourself of, like, oh, am I ever good enough for my, like, partner or whatever? Like, it's Mm -hmm. so specific. I feel like not not enough people, like, address that feeling within themselves. Where, like, it's insecurity. Like, it's pure insecurity. Yeah. And then also another, my other favorite line in the song, when she just says, like, I'd give you my wild and give you a child. I don't know. Like, it's just, like, I don't know. It makes me, like, I feel the pain there. Like, she just loves this person so much that she would give him everything. Like, give him a baby. Like, you know what babies do to your fucking body? Like, ugh, you better love this person if you're going to give them a I like, I also like that line because it's like, I'll give you my wild and a child, or like my child, because it's like, it's like, it's like two sides of the same coin. It's like perfectly, like it fits. Like, I'll give you my, like, everything that you love about me and the child. Like, it's like, I love it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I love it. It's so good. Final track. The song is just so good. Oh, Peace Final is so track. good. I'm going to listen to Peace after this. I'm going to go listen to it. But like, <laughs> but, like, final track, we made it. Hoax. Okay. Hoax is good. It's not... I think I like Peace a little more. Yeah. But Hoax is good. It was It's definitely one of those ones where I had to go back and listen to it, and then I decided that I liked it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because, again, I feel like I had, list, I had heard Hoax the first time listening to the album and I was just like okay I'm done with the album so once Hulk started playing I was just like wait what is this and so I feel like looking back at the lyrics though some really catch my eye like there's this one line where it goes your faithless your faithless loves the only hoax I believe in don't want no other shade of blue but you you know how does it go but you know other sadness don't want no other shade of blue but you. No other sadness in the world would do. Mm-hmm. Just, it really hits me in, like, that 2012 emo kid, like, feelings, like, part of my life. <laughs> yeah, because it's just, like, she's acknowledging that wh- whoever she's with, like, makes her, like, sad sometimes. But, like, she doesn't want anyone else to make her sad. She wants their specific... Mm-hmm sadness and i'm like it's like peace but like elevated like yeah a little bit or like it's like part two of peace i want to say yeah it's like the opposite side of the coin like the, what you were saying mm-hmm. earlier mm-hmm. yeah my barren um, land i am ash from your fire Ooh. I, mm-hmm. I like i like um 
you knew it still hurts underneath my scars from when they pulled me apart, but what you did was just as dark. Ooh. Feels. Because, like, what if she, like, ended up falling for someone who, like, is just like those people, you know? Yeah. And the, before that, and of that same bridge, there's a line that says, You know I left a part of me back in New York. You knew the hero died. So what's the movie for? Because in this scenario, like, she's the hero, right? Yeah. I almost feel like that, like, that feeling I get, or, like, the visual I get from that, it's just, like, you know, like, in an argument where you're just, like, so fed up, and you're just, like, almost, like, spitting at them. Like, you knew I died, so, like, what Like what did you do this for? Like, that's, like, how, that's what that makes me feel. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like the movie she's referencing isn't necessarily a, a movie, like, an actual movie, but rather, like, their life which feels like a movie you know Mm -hmm. and i feel like she's like you know like you know i was like hurt or like damaged so like why are you still like here basically and it's that same like again things from uh peace but like over here i love it Mm -hmm. yeah well that was folklore that was folklore beginning to end it's so good okay i i don't think we can end this conversation without me asking you this but what is your final rating of folklore like rating on what scale like what what Um, are you on 10 scale zero to ten i want to say Before before I say my answer, I want to ask if you've heard about this. Did you hear what happened to that one Pitchfork uh, person? That uh, someone from Pitchfork wrote a review of folklore, and they gave like an eight something. Uh huh. And they like uh, what's it called? They they doxed the 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 writer. What the fuck? Do you know what it means to dox? It's like they yeah. aired out all her personal information. They, like oh, bombarded God. her. The, the Swifties. Oh no! The like you know the Stan accounts, like the yeah. online Stan accounts. That's what happened apparently. I think Ooh, like it's been nice. resolved, but like she got for an eight. Yeah, that's that's a little crazy. Yeah. Like I, I don't know, yes. but like I that that is, that, is, that question reminded me of that. But like my rating of it, I honestly give it. I want to out of ten, I give it. I want to say. A nine. Okay, that's pretty good. I'd probably give it about a nine, nine and a half to two. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, maybe even a ten, but I'm, like, always hesitant to just say, like, ten out of ten, because everyone, every time I say things like that, my people around me are like, well, you love Taylor, so obviously everything she does is Brad, My siblings do that same thing, but, like, with movies. I'll be like, oh, this is my favorite movie, and they'll be like, you always say that about every movie. But, like, for me, I know Folklore is not a ten out of ten, because you know what is ten out of ten? 1989. 1989 and folklore <laughs> is not 1989 so that's how i know i can say with confidence that folklore for me is a nine yeah i would say i would say so too i'd probably even go nine and a half like i'm being like i love folklore yeah and like folklore loves you back and i honestly yeah. very much see that because when i thought when i was first listening of it uh listening to the folklore i thought of you because i'm like 
because you're like the most prominent Swifty I have in my life, like who's been like in this game forever. And I was just like, because I know you uh, like sing and like have a acoustic guitar and like you post covers and stuff. And I just feel like I really love this album for you because I'm just like it's very much those vibes. It's just like acoustic. Yeah. Very more like rustic and like singer songwritery. So I I was just re- listening to it. I still remember thinking to myself, I love that Sam is enjoying this and that it's Aww. like fits her like style or like like song wise. Yeah. So I just love yeah. that for us and like for you Thank specifically. You. And I, bro, we talked the whole album through, and like you obviously love it, and I'm glad we discussed it at length because it needs to be discussed as such. I wanna, I wanna ask since we talked about album because this is album specific. I wanna do this kind of like uh, lightning round, like as fast as you can. Okay. Rank her albums. Rank her albums. Can you do that like fast? Ooh. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. So her first album was just Taylor Swift, like her debut album. Yeah. I'd probably give it like. A six and a half seven like it's good and clearly it shows that like you know she's this young 15 or 16 year old girl writing her own songs which in itself is really cool Mm -hmm. um but there's like and like i also am acknowledging that i don't really listen to country music Mm -hmm. so and like that first album is very much country so i wouldn't really go back and listen to that that much but it's good though it's solid probably probably like six and a half Mm. um what's her next one i think the next one is fearless Mm. which is very very good uh seven although fearless is also one that i don't really listen to that much Mm. let me pull up her discography um see here but after fearless was speak now and like we said earlier we love speak now we love speak now uh, I give Speak Now a 7 out of 10. It just gets, like, uh, this might be boring, because I feel like it just gets steadily and, like, it just rises every time. <laughs> it does. Well, I well, to make it less boring, I was thinking, like, just, like, 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 one, like, for example, one would be X album, two would be X album, rather than, like, oh, see it I gradually. See. I see what you mean. But, like, okay. we can break it down. But, like, I know what you mean, but, yeah. Like, from... Okay, I'll go first, uh, for example, to give you time to think. Okay, for me, number one, 1989. Well, that's my number one, too. Like, everyone knows this. Okay, we can go... Okay, number one... My number one is... Wait. Wait, let me check. I'm checking her discography. Okay, I'm gonna count... Okay, okay, I'm gonna count... Uh I'm gonna count her total... The total number of her albums. Okay, she has Taylor Swift self-titled... Uh, Fearless, Speak Now, that's three albums. Red is four, 1989 is five, Reputation is six, Lover is seven, and Folklore is eight. So we have eight albums. Okay, so we're going to go, okay, least favorite. No, Okay, what's your least favorite album from her? Uh, Probably her, her debut album, Taylor Swift. I'm going to have to agree with that. That one's my least favorite. And then after... I just, and then the one my and then the next one after uh the self title I don't I I'm, I'm shocked at this but for me it's fearless Wait really Out of all the other ones Actually yeah I, I agree with you 
actually. Like, Fearless is good, though. That's what fucks me up. I, I love Fearless. That's what got me, me into too. Taylor Swift. But, like, all the other albums are, like, better. Yeah, it's just, she just, like, definitely grows and evolves as a songwriter. Mm-hmm. And, like, it could, it could definitely be, like, Fearless is a good album, but other ones are also just better. Exactly, exactly. So that one's mine. Fearless. And then the one after Fearless... Huh. I'd probably go Reputation after Fearless. Oh, wow. Okay, I see that. I see that. I want to say... Just because I'm going to go with, like... Huh. Because I'm looking at Red right now. Okay, okay. For me, this is going to sound crazy. But, like, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Speak Now... Just cause like I didn't grow up, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't listening to it when it came out, and I just feel like I missed out on the window to hear it. But so I'm more emotionally <laughs> attached to the other albums. And then after Speak Now, for me, I'm just gonna run through mine right now. After uh, Speak Now, for me, it's it's I want to say Red, and after Red, it's Lover. Oh, wait. Do I like... I'm trying to say... Do I like Lover more than Reputation? Let me think. And after Red, for me, it's Reputation, Lover, then Folklore, and then my number one is 1989. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would agree with you pretty much for a lot of them. So, for my number... Per, well, my least favorite one is Taylor Swift, and then Fearless. But then I would go Reputation, actually. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not like I like rep- Reputation, especially like I went crazy for it when it first came out. Yeah. And like, there's definitely like songs on here, like Dress, fucking masterpiece. Masterpiece. That song. Um, I don't know though. I just like compared to her other things. Like, I don't listen to Reputation or pick songs to listen to. For- from reputation as much as I do from other ones. Exactly. Okay, I see that. Yeah, because definitely I feel the same way about reputation. But like, um, it's still higher. Because again, because when it was fearless and reputation, then speak now. Hmm. Uh. Yeah, I definitely probably listen to speak now more, a little more than reputation still. Hmm. Um. And then red, love red. We love red. That's my favorite color, red. Yeah, and a good album. A great album, yes. Great album. It has All Too Well on it. Yeah. All Too Well, and I really love Treacherous. Mm. And there's just so many, like, hidden gems on red, Mm. honestly. They're so good. Like, everything has changed with Urine. What? Bro, I don't like Ed Sheeran like that, but he does it for me in that song. I would go Lover, even though I love Lover. Like, I just love the aesthetic of Lover. Like, those are, that's, like, totally my aesthetic. Um, I love the song Lover. It makes me think of, like, my boyfriend. It's just so good. Like, it just makes me happy. Can I go where you go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we always be this 
close. It's so good. It's such. It's like a perfect love song. I love that song so much. The perfect love song. Yeah. So yeah. good. We love lover. We stand lover. Yes. Um, and then my number two is folklore. Even though that's like those are really close for yeah, me. like lover and folklore. Like, mm. but I gotta I gotta put folklore number two, and then obviously everyone listening knows this by now. Oh, we love 1989. 1989. That, that is the era, the album. It was a moment in time. I remember, I remember the Grammys that year that she was nominated for Album of the Year for 1989. She was nominated alongside Kendrick Lamar for his album To Pimp a Butterfly, which is like a masterpiece in its own right. And it's like largely like hailed as like a perfect rap album. And I just, I knew going to the ceremony, like watching it, that I knew 1989 was going to win because 1989 was everywhere. Like it was everywhere. And I'm just like, I wasn't even mad about it. I was like, she deserved it. I, I, she deserved it. I can say that. I've said it then and I'm going to say it now. She deserved that. She deserved it. Yeah, she did. Oh my God. Also too, like, I, I remember like she was like really sad when Red didn't get album of the year, mm-hmm. but then like because it wasn't like it was like it's okay taylor don't worry like you're gonna put out something honestly kind of better (laughs) and she did she did she really did did. but i'm gonna have like a dance party to 1989 after this after this call (laughs) because it's so good oh my god so good like the first couple songs like welcome to new york like space and style Mm. like name a more iconic like opening to an album bruh i can't because it doesn't get any better it's so good yeah and isn't the last song clean yes that's one of my favorite (laughs) songs of all time oh we love Clean. So it just clean. Remi- uh, it reminds me of like when I broke up with my first boyfriend, like that feeling. I'm just like, like, uh, it was like a good relationship, but I just need, like, I need to be rid of it now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. I remember, I vividly remember me being in high school and like listening to Clean all the time, like in secret, because it was, I didn't think it was like, I couldn't publicly like Taylor Swift back then. And I remember just in high school. I don't know. It's just stupid, like, stupid thing. Yeah, but then I was just, like, I remember, like, just being in my bed at night and be, like, and the rain fell through, you know, and just, like, singing along to myself. And, but, yeah. It's, like, still my favorite, one of my favorite songs of all time, like, even now. I love Clean. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. I was that kid. Well much in high school just like unapologetically unabashedly loved Taylor mm-hmm. and like I, I used to think when I was in high school like I'm definitely not one of the weird kids like people like me but mm-hmm. now what I think about myself in high school I was pretty cringy and I probably was one of the weird kids honestly <laughs> whenever I think of high school I just think of like everything I should have done but I didn't and I'm just like I was too in my head in in high school and I feel like people mm-hmm. knew that or could sense that and so they never knew how to like interact with me because i was like i was like how could i how could other people be comfortable around me if i wasn't comfortable in my own skin that type of thing you know so very much that but like high school made me what i am now so like shout out high school i mean honestly like just be glad that you went through all that shit in high school 
like uh-huh. when it doesn't really matter honestly it doesn't because like yeah i was thinking about like moments ago i was uh working from home a few hours ago and i was just like i got a good job like despite like all those like ap classes i took in high school like all my gpas whether they were good or bad or whatever i was just like i made it you know and it's just like yeah. we're gonna make like none of that matters like i got yeah. a good job and stuff i mean it does matter but you know it doesn't matter in the long run it's just like yeah it's just super weird how that works out i don't know like all the high school drama like gpa all the like you, there's you can make it yeah. I love that, bruh. We really did. We we did a podcast episode. We did a podcast, and I feel like there's gonna be more episodes oh, or yeah. like of this because we need to. So okay, so we're winding it down, and so my last question or like a little thing, like if there's anything like we haven't touched on in the greater world. That you would like to pop off on, like feel uh-huh. free to do so. Like last closing thoughts, anything, anything that like anything that you've been like noticing a trend that like you hate or like just want to go off on, <laughs> like something that you really like detest in the society. Fuck. So I've been thinking about this because, like, I was like, what am I going to say for this pop off segment? Because mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I've been like stressing. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, okay, this is, no, that's dumb. I don't know, Fernando. I'm sorry. I mean, there's no worries. We kind of talked about, about, like, AOC already, which I love AOC. Oh, okay, I got something. Yeah. So, you know how, like, the Republicans just, like, love to hate her? Yeah. Just, like, they just hate her so much. Yeah. And I honestly think it's because, like... She's, like, here she is, like, this, like, young woman of color, like, in her power, like, fucking killing it. Mm. And they probably are, like, turned on by her, but, like, don't want to, like, like acknowledge that she turns them on. Mm. <laughs> or, like, they, they, like, hate that she turns them on because, like, like, I honestly feel like a lot of, like, these crazy old Republican people just, like, don't want to believe women can like be powerful and like be a force of change yeah and so like i just feel like they hate her because she embodies that and makes them makes their peepees hard <laughs> makes their peepees hard i agree with that and i part of me some of them do hate her but then also part of me thinks that some of them are like indifferent about her and they just hate her because all the other republicans hate her like she's this yeah, talking point that. like they've dehumanized her and have just made her like a figurehead to like loathe that represents like the radical left liberals you know so i definitely agree with what you're saying that they probably like not only are like are attracted to her but like dare i say like actually respect her but then they can't say that they can't say that yeah. or else like the mob is gonna come and get them and they won't get reelected. <laughs> As we all should, or like if yeah. we, as we all should hope to one day do. But yeah, shout out AOC. Have you seen her? Like she did like a Vogue skincare video, like one of those. Have you seen that? No, I didn't see that. 
didn't see the, the skincare thing, but I did see her talking about her new, like, uh, braces thing that she's got going on. Oh, wow. I don't know. But, like, I'm definitely going to, like, search up. I'm going to have a Taylor Swift 1989 dance party. And then I'm going to do some AOC content watching because, like, you can never have some yeah. of that. I love AOC so much. Women. Me too. Women. Woo! <laughs> okay, awesome. So thank you again for coming on. Honestly, and I can say this with confidence, you're going to be back on this podcast Yay. someday. I mean, without, you could. I feel like that would have been true without me saying it. I thought it was a given because I'm like, any conversation with you is a delight to have. But yeah, thank you for coming on. And until next time.